Born Holy Cross, this is Pastor Pete here again with Peter Zimmer with uh, Gospel Reminders and just some encouragement to start your day. Uh, how are you doing today, Peter? Doing good. Glad to be here with you. Yeah, it's great to get together again and do this. Um, I'm reminded of uh, Romans 8.28. We, we referenced this in Sunday Sermon, and this is a passage that comes up a lot, uh, especially in times of difficulty or confusion. And, and that's, that's a famous phrase, a famous passage that says, And we know that for those who love God, all things work together for good for those who are called according to his purpose. We seem to use that passage um, a lot and kind of a, a catch-all passage um, to try to bring us comfort in times of difficulty. But there's a, a glaring question I think that comes up a lot, and, and that is what do we do uh, until that good comes you know how do we live and and uh in the in the time in the in between of like grasping that promise and then god doing good maybe that's a question that many of you have this morning and and we want to encourage you with god's word um as paul fleshes that out in romans 8 and his answer to that is that we would uh wait with patience in verse 25, just prior to 28, he says, But if we hope for what we do not see, we wait for it with patience. So what does that look like to be patient in this time? Two struggles. Uh, the struggles are as we see the world and we see the world kind of groaning and um, expressing difficulty. And then we see some uh, inward groaning in our own heart. And it's really easy for us to fail to be patient why don't we talk about both of those, the, the groaning of creation and how we see kind of the one that the world is hurting and how we might deceive ourselves and then, and then talk about the inward groaning and how we might deceive ourselves in that and then how we can be patient and trust in God. Um, so we talked a little bit about this before, but what are some ways that we can fail to be patient as we see the world kind of hurting and groaning and longing to be restored you know, it's no, it's no mystery or surprise to people when they see the world hurting. I think everyone can agree on that, that things are, are broken um, and that uh, the world is not quite as we long for it to be. Um, and obviously a big virus going around, a pandemic like this, uh, kind of highlights that front and center. But in our discontent with that, we can, we can, settle, we, we can settle too easily for... Um, kind of like a numbing type of solution, you know, trying to just um, ignore the pain of it or to, um, I don't know, go quickly to um, just ways of, of finding silver linings easily um, or um, simple solutions through strategies or even just kind of trying to numb the pain through um, making light of it, you know, just kind of like ignoring it and, and um, you know, it's something as simple as maybe looking at um, memes, like we need a break from, from all the heaviness and darkness and things that we see in the world and, and like, hey, we, we need to take a break and make light of this situation. And Not that that's bad, it's fun, but I think it just does speak to um, some of our tendencies, I think, to, that we, it's hard to sit in the restlessness of it, you know. A lot of our, of these discussions, uh, these gospel reminders, um, sometimes they're just you know, our reflections on our quiet times and as we're spending time in the Word and, and just reflecting on, on God's truth and 
um, trying to fill our hearts and minds with um, with truth rather than being consumed with what's going on um, and trying to apply these these words to what's happening in our world and that's something I've been thinking about a lot is uh, wow a world that is so that runs so well in so many ways uh, isn't perfect and and it groans I guess Paul says that the creation has been groaning together in the pains of childbirth that's what it can feel like just kind of wanting it to get over uh wondering when the pain will end and uh, it seems like all of the world right now is just uh, wanting that wanting it to get better and the bible talks to that which is so so true you know for what's going on right now yeah yeah definitely and and then i think the um yeah, the the other component to this too is is just like what what it looks like internally, you know, yeah. uh, observing the the exterior, you know, the the world around us and the brokenness and groaning that's going on there, but then noticing that in ourselves we are um we are incomplete, we are broken, we are um, not as we should be. Our hearts don't function as as they should, and I think we're we're aware of that as well. And that can be another area where we're uh, where we can easily numb ourselves, or we can succumb to to not being patient, not being patient and, mm-hmm. and waiting for God's work and promise, and um, and even just yeah, an area where we we may not acknowledge truly the the condition in our own hearts. You know, it's easy mm-hmm. to sometimes focus externally and not look internally as well and uh, I feel like a time like this kind of brings that to the forefront too because a lot of these well what the the language the Bible would use is uh, the language of idols mm-hmm. you know are kind of threatened like you talked about a lot of these good things that function so well in our world around us those are kind of swept away from us and then we maybe respond with uh, fear or anxiety or questions or just some things that we that are always in our heart that we don't always know are there. And it takes something like this to kind of bring them to the forefront and uh, puts us in a place of tension and, and discomfort, I guess, in being forced to be patient. And that's kind of a difficult place to be, I feel like. I don't know. What, yeah. what are your thoughts? That's right. Sometimes we can deceive ourselves into thinking that maybe there's not a groaning or we don't give attention to the groaning inwardly. You talked about memes, right? Yeah. To distract us. And, and that's so appropriate. Um, and actually we're not the only podcast going on right now of uh, <laughs> celebrities or uh, other people kind of getting online to encourage people. And I actually listened to some, uh, you know, Miley, Miley Cyrus has one and uh, Katy Perry. Um, and, I wouldn't recommend those for like morning gospel reminders, uh, but a lot of people are turning to them for comfort. And I, Katy Perry said, uh, we laugh so that we don't have to cry. Mm. And I think a lot of that resonates with a ton of people. Like they, they want to laugh so yeah. that they don't cry. And I think what that's actually saying is, let's not give attention to our inward groaning. Mm. Uh, rather, let's try to focus on something else that, that actually, and in a way that could live under an illusion or delusion that, we're not hurting. And, and scripture actually points us somewhere else, um, actually to, to recognize our inward groaning um, and take our groaning to God. Uh, and actually recognizing that we shouldn't deceive ourselves. Um, we shouldn't, and to deceive ourselves of our, our inward groaning is to pretend that we're not broken inside. 
uh, in First John, uh, uh, John, First uh, John, chapter one, verse eight says, "If we say we're, we don't have sin, we deceive ourselves, and the truth is not in us." And, and that's another way of saying that is, or understanding that is, if we say that we inside our hearts work as it should, um, we're lying to ourselves and we're pretending. Um, so we see, yeah, we, we definitely have this inward groaning and I think we should recognize that and not ignore it. The world doesn't work as it ought to. We see that plainly. Um, but also our response to that doesn't work as we ought to. Um, we're, we're not perfect and we don't respond to this anxiety and fear, doubt, worry, confusion, whatever it is, we don't do it right. And so we need God's grace to fill us up where we're lacking. Um, so I think this is both an invitation to to see the groaning of creation and see it's not as it should be, but also the groaning of our hearts as it, because we recognize it's not as it should be. Um, so kind of coming full circle, like where do we go from here? How do we live patiently in light of these realities? Um, Paul tells us again, he, he, he shows us the answer. God's word is, is so good for us. He says, and, um, in verse 29, for those he foreknew, he also predestined to be conformed to the image of his son. Uh, verse 30, and those who he predestined, he also called, and those he called, he also justified, and those who he justified, he also glorified. Um, so Paul is saying the answer is not in our ability to work this out in our hearts and to be the people we ought to be, and it's not even in our world's ability or creation's ability to figure it out, but rather it's in God's ability and his steadfast plan for us. Um, that's tremendously comforting. That his plan doesn't fail and he's faithful, uh, both for the, the way that the creation is broken, viruses, economies, uh, hospitals, yeah. but also how our hearts are broken and our inability to to do that. So, so comforting, right? I mean, yeah. that is just oh, yeah. incredible. It's nice to know of the security that's promised in this. You know, I love the language of Jesus being the first fruit of the new creation because um yeah, it just reminds me of the hope that we have to look to. And I, and I think when we don't sit in the, the condition that we're in right now and notice it, then we kind of um, cheapen the, or just miss the glory that is due to Jesus and the, the, the need that we have for him and, and just put the attention on going, going to Christ. When we look to ourselves or settle uh, for, we deceive ourselves by thinking that the solution can be found in ourselves, then we're just stuck. And so it's encouraging to know that I don't bear the burden of having to fix this myself, but that Christ has gone before me. He's the first fruit of a new creation. And I can look to that secure work and have hope in, in being um, reconciled to him and with God in the future and that he's accomplishing that work in me um, as, I, as I wait patiently. Yeah, That's so good. We care about you, Holy Cross, and are praying for you. And uh, we'll be back again with some more gospel reminders uh, tomorrow. And um, God bless. Uh, go, in, go in his peace. Um, keep digging into scripture and be encouraged by uh, God's comfort to you. Uh, have a great day. Bye, guys.